it's giving us a silent movie with all the interstitials. So when he starts talking and singing, I'm blown away. Like I, it was like I was a 1927 audience member. I can't believe my eyes, you know. You remember when we pulled our jalopy over from Silent Money movie, and uh, we went inside and we heard him sing, and I started to pee my pants. Okay, turn up the you sound the and leave it up. Le yes, I remember that. Leave it up now, quick, quick, quick. Now we're synchronized. What about the other folks? Yeah, some folks have two. Is he crooning where you project to your mouth at a certain angle? I don't know about the angle part, but yes, he's crooning. Now, this guy was famous for like, I'm molding and being, you know, he's just doing a performance, you know. It really can be quite silly. Do you consider this jazz singing? Well, 1927 did. This is a terrible song. It's about like his kid, you know. Boys get dirty hands, dirty face. Peanut butter jelly smudges. Don't shut the fuck up at night. Those kids, they grow up. Look how she's acting like, oh, I'm struck. Who, who is that on stage? He's the greatest man I've ever seen. He's not doing anything so great. Jolson does that thing with his shoulders. <laughs> like, is he a puppet? Like, if he was a puppet, like, I don't know where his spine is. Like, he's, uh, he's so upright, but his shoulders are hunched. Yeah. <laughs> he's exaggerating. He knows he's doing unnatural things. Look how he grabs I loved him in heart bleeps. <laughs> the Andy oh, Kaufman role. He's just the most greatest performer I've ever seen. I ought to offer him a show. Oh, really? Don't take him away. <laughs> well, this is like some dinky club. <laughs> right. Look how pissed off the saxophone player is. <laughs> Get fuck you violins. Give me a part. Now I don't. I know you, Mike. Don't turn it down now because he's going to. Is this okay? Because I want to hear you, and I want the audience to hear us too. Well. All right. Okay. I'm it up. Well, I just don't want to miss it when he talks. We might miss it. And that's the whole fucking point of this movie. I had so, seen Elmo's Fire in 1927 when he started speaking. I started seeing a roll of Bor Boris around me. <laughs> Look how he put up his jacket, uh, you know, collar pop. Because yeah, like a human does. People Not even do that in the cold. What is he, Falco? Okay, listen now. Here we go. Yeah, right. Perfect. So that blew me away. You, you, you ain't heard nothing yet. That became a big thing. You ain't heard nothing yet. I remember I fainted and, and shat blood that night. <laughs> okay, you can turn it down. I can't turn it off. What's a tootsie? It, it's a girl. He's saying tootsie, goodbye. 
don't cry, the choo-choo train that takes me away from you. No words can tell how sad it makes me. Toot, toot, tootsie, don't cry. Gotta go, the bus is outside. Toot, toot, Don't call me, I'll call you. The Greyhound bus that takes me. Oh, well, Have you ever whistling. heard? Listen to his whistling. He, now he's whistling? Nuts. Now, what he's doing with his la uh, right hand, pretending like he's playing a trumpet or something, that's all fake. It doesn't affect the sound. He's just whistling. So it's fun. He's not modulating his mouth organ to make these noises? His mouth organ, he is. But his fingers, but fingers don't do anything. Oh, right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. He's not, yeah. It looks like he's pressing and like playing a clarinet or something. I guess this is yeah, thinking. He's so weird. Whoa, look at him go. Look at the trumpet here. He's like finally could play something. Don't cry. We're getting to our big ugly ending. Dances like a girl. He's moonwalking. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, don't you remember we were fucking in the audience at this point? Just a mass orgy. Uncontrollable. Now, watch. I can't believe do, it. They will do some sort of mis Watch this. They'll do the I'm same shot again listening. and again and again. It's like a glitch and in again. the Matrix. Oh, it's a, this is a glitch in the Matrix. A glitch in the Matrix. This is all not real, Carl. Oh, a glitch yeah, in the Matrix. Going. This is me on my Instagram. Check out the standing ovation I got. It lasted six seconds. <laughs> so we'll just loop it. Congratulations. Congratulations. Now, a guy comes over. Tell that man I want to fuck him. <clears throat> this lady over there. She Can says she wants to fuck you. Oh, oh. Okay. Look at them. They're banging away on the table. What kind of restaurant is this shit? Yeah, they give him little mallets. Pops the guy from the restaurant. Stop begging on my tables. I'm trying to make food. Get a wreck of my shit. Please have a seat. The little mallets. I guess it's intentional. I can't think with your fucking mallets. <laughs> so, um, I understand that you want the man said you wanted to fuck me. No, I said I wanted to bang. Well, isn't that the same thing? No, with these these little hammers. Here, take one. Let's so bang. literal in the twenties. <laughs> well, he so now we're back to a silent film where he's very expressive. She's very. Oh expressive. yeah, yeah. There's many jazz singers, but you have a tear in your voice. Oh, sure. See, the thing is, she, she knows he's complicated. That's no, why she's she attracted. She actually said a tear because his voice was so bad; it sounded like he had a rip uh, in his voice. I am tearing your eardrums. <laughs> I am ripping you goodbye. Hey, <laughs> thanks for the sex, but my train is here. Gotta go. Now, look, back in the day, <clears throat> you know, 1927 or whatever, there were two competing incompatible sound systems. The This Vitaphone, this was done. And there's okay. something called Fox's Photo Film. So the thing is, you had to be one or the other. You know what I mean? 
But this is a Warner. Oh, so but Warner Brothers use either Vitaphone or the other guys. No, they used Vitaphone. But there were also Fox had Photofilm, which sounds like picture picture to me. Uh, Also, the the sound like the whole the process. That's that's how do you say it? Kibitzer. 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 Like kibbles and bits. Kibitzer. $250. $250. You see that? $250. That would be $3,600 today. And he's got a girl. Yup. Jack Robin is his name. He's forsaken his Robin. <laughs> Jack Robin. Terrible. That's a, that's what comics do, right? Because you have two first names as a first and last name. The classic uh-huh. Steve Martin name. Martin is like, a first name. Okay. Yeah, like Martin Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Martin Lawrence, another one. Or Carl. Uh, uh, Car- Carl. Uh, I guess I don't do that. No, your name is first and last name. Oh, he married a Sitka. Sitka. <laughs> Listen to me. I know I can't yeah. talk. <clears throat> this fucking one of them Christian broads. So but yeah, um, in so many words. Why can't I pronounce that? So the the one Jewish guy meets his friend in the park and says, how's it going? It's going terrible. I sent my son to Israel and he came back a Christian. The guy, the other guy goes, what? We got to go to the rabbi with this. So they go to the rabbi. He says, look, rabbi, he, he, he sends this kid to Israel, comes back a Christian. He goes, what? We got to talk to God. So they go to God. And the rabbi's like, look, this guy, he sent his kid to Israel, comes back a Christian. And God goes, well, I don't know what to tell you. I sent my son to Israel. Come back, Christian. Fucking on new rabbi. So then who do they talk to? Listen, that's a hilarious old joke taught to me by Jewish people from my fourth Israeli country. <coughs> they, were, the they were making fun of you. Okay, so... Now, Jackie Ro- Jackie Robbins has written home, right? And yeah. uh, d- but g- Dad is still being such a like. Uh, he's just being such a little girl. I mean, he's just like I have no son. You know, it's been like eight to ten years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's been like oh. at least those pairs of years. So now. He's in a show, thanks to Mary, the girl who, the woman who saw him. <laughs> now, we're about to see somebody called Loy, um, Myrna Loy. And apparently, she's a big, famous person because the internet makes a big deal that she gets a two-second appearance. Look at yeah, Mary. Yeah, no, she's, she's a name for sure. I, I, I'm, I don't really remember a film I've seen. Me neither. Uh, The name Myrna Loy sounds familiar, but the internet made a big deal. Oh, here we go. (laughs) I love these vaudevillian shows. This is this is more fun. Like I always complain about when they have vaudevillian stuff on. No, no, it's not vaudeville. It's not vaudeville. But okay, go ahead. Oh, it's jazz singing, but jazz singing or whatever. Like just this live show. This seems okay. like a, a story that takes place during this. You know what I mean? Like, yes. he sings, but it's more character-based. He's sure goofy about her. That is Myrna Loy. He doesn't stand a chance with Mary. Well, Myrna's fucking wrong. Uh, 
Anyway, Which that's it. On the left or right? On the left. And she goes on wow. to entertain. Look at this. They got to entertain the audience at all costs. Listen, uh, we're going to take a break in between acts. Oh, no, we can't. Here's some Arabic bullshit. <laughs> that's right. <clears throat> so Mary gets an offer to go to New York, uh, Chicago, and become a big deal, right? This so, is current. This is 2019. They're actually putting a date on this movie. August 8th. Yeah, that's right. As a matter of fact, there is a continuity error. He's writing her a letter, and it says, like, August 7th. And then when she gets it, it says August 8th. I think it's no big deal. But the internet cares. Well, I mean, a lot of people must have seen this movie hundreds of times. There must be some fans of this movie who've seen it wow. more times than we have. Yes. So they're not really boyfriend and girlfriend, but they're like got such a crush on each other and they're heading that way. And now he's she's being called away <clears throat> to Chicago. So this is this is Mary that. from years ago too, right? Like they've been going steady for a while. No, they're not going steady at all. This is Mary from the restaurant just a little while ago who said, oh, I'll let you it. So she gave him a chance in the show and he's about to become part of it. And just as that happens, she starts, now she's leaving. Oh, bye. Yeah, he'll never see her again. I typed, I made a typo when I went to see this movie and I wound up watching on YouTube The Ass Singer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, was gross. It wasn't sound. There was sound. Was it from farting? He would make singing noise? Like he would talk? Yeah. People were like, we've heard plenty. Okay, look. This is a very famous cantor. One of the biggest ones of all time. And he's basically getting a cameo in this. It's like... Oh, cool. So they could have him sing? Yeah, he's going to sing. Because of the budget, they can only afford to tape the matinee show. Yossi Rosenblatt, Ukrainian-born cantor and composer. Regarded as the greatest cantor of his time, now he died early. He died at age 51. Okay. Um, his fame extended beyond the Jewish world. Large concert series, a singing role in this, the jazz singer, the singer and also... The Sobriquet, the Jewish Caruso? I don't know what that is. What is it? I don't know. It's... Type it Type it in the private chat. <laughs> type it in the private <laughs> chat so I can see okay. what you're saying. Okay, I'll type it in. It's really... All right. No one look. This is a private chat. I'm putting it, it says in the private comments. chat. It's not a private chat. It's the comments. Oh, it's under comment? Oh, shit. I got to use my mouse. All right, I'm looking at the comments section. Okay, I'm putting it in. It is right. a S-O-B. Uh, I didn't say screen share, you dummy. You know, everyone private here in the... Okay, private chat, you win. All right, all right. Well, now yes. i got to click back to private. You can hear the people in the synagogue. Mike Spiegel with the seventh. You're just as bad as your great-great-great-grandfather. Will you shut up during the rabbi singing? The cantor is singing. I'm sorry, I'm I'm putting it in. Did you hit enter when you're done? You know, like you hit enter or return. I see nothing in our private chat. Okay, there it is. Oh, 
You want me to pronounce that? Yeah. So that's not Yiddish. So so Kret so Brit so Briquet. It's S O B R I Q U E T. It's like a soliloquy, like a so. Look, August seventh, August seventh, Okay, so it's a flashback. Well, that's the thing when when he gets it, when she gets it, it's August eighth. Weird. Well, maybe the mail service from Medford, Illinois, is superior. And can get it. We get it on time. We get it a day early. (laughs) Look at him. He's like, ah, I'm so clever. I don't need a chair. I can sit on my luggage. (laughs) Man, spread all I want. Life on the road. Air feels good on my ball, dangling balls. Air feels good on my dangling ball. Because, you know, with that kind of material, it just blows right through. Oh, yeah, right. It goes, the breeze goes right through there. Uh-oh, a little <clears throat> drama. Yeah. Let's she's so rave. I'm better than that guy. And they're like, oh, he's the best. I didn't realize this was all mostly kind of half silent and half talky. Bill yeah, that's the thing. So now look, when when he goes and visits his mom, we're gonna have a great segment. We gotta listen to the whole thing. Okay, yeah, all right. Oh wait, you're not leaving on this train. Your booking has been canceled. Oh, don't you hate oh, that? Oh bummer. Shit, but I got a deck of cards and everything. <clears throat> I've been going over big. I got a deck of cards for the train. Yeah, I got a cup of coffee. Sorry, that's the word from New York. Wow, that's your fuck. Business is brutal. Stuck in Medfield, Illinois. It's not even Chicago. Now, our hero, the bitchy, the grouchy lady, she's the winner. She's our hero. Uh, Sorry you got shit canned. See ya. Guess you don't have to. You see. But guess what, pal? You didn't get shit canned. They're going to. Bring you to New York. You're in. They. What? Wait a minute. He he shit talked in front of the colleagues. Right. Colleagues and then they like get all on the train and drive away thinking he got right. shit. Man, he's like, that train's, gonna float. that train's gonna float off their hot air. Did you see that scene? Oh, tell me again. Tell me again. Oh, you were there. Fooling oh, nothing. Here's the train ticket now. What kind of shenanigans is that? Look at that. He slaps him 5-5. Five, five. Yeah. Well, no. He went to shake his hand and he bounced off. No, he slapped it and shook it. Stop yelling. Mother, that's famous, right? Well, oh, yes, Mammy. Yeah. I got to tell you, his behavior towards his mom is fucking weird. Uh, first Ooh. of all, there's something sexual about it. And secondly, uh-huh. it's way over the top. Way over the top. Oh, my mommy. Hey, oh, mommy. Oh, mommy. It's ridiculous. You'll see. Silent movies kind of, kind of a ridiculous. Oh, this is Quinzantera. 60th birthday. Oh, 60th. 60th. Wow. Yeah. And what's he going to get? Well, he. oh, it's a prayer shawl. He got a nice Great. prayer shawl. Very nice. That's what he needed. Oh, no. Well, they got the, the same one. The same thing. Yeah. Uh oh. It's the same. Oh. 
No oh boy. Oh my goodness. Uh, Life is so, so crazy. Maybe the guy the guy at the department store is like score sold two in one day. Now here's Moshe. Now in, what is Moshe brought? He's brought a present, and guess what it is? He goes XX. He goes, I got this because I think you ladies need some nice jugs around here. <laughs> because you're deflated pancakes. A brub wine. And what did he get for the 60th birthday? It's a fucking prayer. It's like sitcom. Look how raggedy his jacket is. Now, this guy in real life, his name as an, he's, uh, was Jewy Jusen. And uh, he played Jewish parts. <laughs> but it was a stage name. That was a stage oh, name. Oh, right. Yeah. Real name uh, was. Um, I seen his westerns. Sheriff Jewy Jusen. <laughs> it was it, he was really Jusen Owitz, but they you know they shortened it so it would be less Jewish. Oh, you're missing all um, the Jewish humor in this movie. Another we talked to the rabbi. We talked through all the prayers. What am I, twelve years old, studying for the bar mitzvah? <clears throat> okay, so here comes our man, and he's back where he grew up. Okay, he hasn't been here for years. This is all real, by the way. Oh, look, he bumps into the kibitz, kibitzer. Yeah. Oh, Are you Jackie's original Jewish name? Oh, yeah, I think you're mistaken. Yeah. My name is Jackie Cabinet. Are you Yudelson, the kibitzer? Okay, so maybe his real life name is Moshe. Let me look it up here. Um, well, it could be his first name. It could be. Um, Moshe. Wow, look at this street. So cool. Here he goes. He doesn't recognize it's him. Oh, he does recognize it's him. Now he's home. This is it. This is a big moment. You're you're right, Mike. That was his last name, Udelson. His name is Moish as a character is Moisha Udelson. His real name's Otto Lederer. He died in 1965. He was Czechoslovakian American. 120 films he was in. Jeez. Including a Laurel and Hardy. Now we're gonna get a bunch of over-the-top mummy stuff. When I tell you hey, the you got to do it. Not yet. Not it's yet. too late. I got the sound up. Well, it's no, and you're gonna hate it because it's too early. Okay. Mommy! Well, let me tell you a joke. So there's an anti-infestation going on at an Orthodox okay. synagogue. Oh okay. no, three rabbis are talking. Right? The Orthodox said, "Yeah, we had these ants, and I, I uh, called the service, and they took care of it, but the ants came back. I didn't know what to do. And then this." Uh, 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 conservative rabbi says, Yeah, you know, we had ants too, and we wanted to do like these safe traps, but they would kept crawling out of the traps, they kept coming back, even though we, we sent them out. And okay. then the uh, reform rabbi says, yeah. Oh, you know what I did? I bar mitzvahed all of them, and they never came back at all. The next day, they were gone, never showed up at the synagogue ever again, right? Was you just bar mitzvahed them, yep. I get it, that's reform people, but they do come for for uh. Uh, Passover and Yom Kippur and right, don't they? Yeah. Come to... Who? What the answer, Elijah? No, the <laughs> Reformed Jews. Oh yeah, no, it's just a different time. It's all yeah, it's, it's all good, Carl. Look, mommy, I got this ridiculous triangle case. <laughs> 
I thought he was going to pull out his heroin needle. Now look oh, at that. Got, oh, he got a present for her. All right, don't look. It says, I love you, mommy. Yeah. Now he goes, did you steal? Watch wow. this interstitial. Jackie. Okay, diamonds with stones in it. You didn't do anything wrong, did you, Jackie? Jackie. Jakey. J-A-K-I-E. Look, you ain't heard nothing yet. You see that? Weird. They use the interstitial for that, too? Now, look. Didn't his picture used to hang there? What the fuck, Mom? Right. That's how he saw ass hurt, ass sore, eight-year-old, 13-year-old version. Oh, right. He's, he doesn't exist here anymore. The fuck's with my picture? Jockey. It's sad. It's sad. He doesn't have a son anymore, so why would he put up the picture of his son? Now, in real life, that dad is only six years older than him. He is older than him, but, you know, he couldn't have had a kid at six. <sighs> Get typecast as an old guy, and that's it. Boom. Pow. I'm trying to think, like, was Al Jolson, like, relevant in the 60s? Yeah. Like, 60s? Uh... Like, at what point did we started picking up on him for pop culture-wise, right? Like, did he have a show in the 50s? Well, I got to... Was... Uh, no, not really. He went away. I got to... I'm going to tell you about it, but not right now. Turn up the okay. sound now, because this is... This of course. Is the big one. Now, you'll know this song. Look at him emoting. He bats his eyes at you. Yeah. He's just like, I'm fooling around. I'm fucking around. You know it. I'm having a fun time. He's, he's crooning it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Blue sky. Now, check out this great dialogue. Okay, okay. Lived. <laughs> it was ad lived, or they had one take. <laughs> now look, he's gonna steal something. <laughs> something sexy here. Now the bronc was suburbia then. Really? Uh, birds, gold birds, suburbs, suburbs. Birds. Is that a Jewish suburb, a suburb? Goldberg. Listen to this. Now listen to this. That's the tunnel of love. Now, Mama, Mama, stop. 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 Now
Listen, I'm going to sing this like I will if I go on the stage, you know, with this wheel. I'm going to sing it jazzy. Now get this. What does it not even a word? Oh, but... See, do you like the slap thing, Mama? Uh-oh, uh-oh, awkward. Oh, now he's going to say stop, and the music will go back to a silent film. <laughs> I heard that. You won't hear no, anything anymore. Now look, they'll get up again. Watch. You see how they just got up? There's a glitch yeah. in the matrix. They get up again. Now, what? What, what the is the matrix, fuck? Carl? The matrix? If you don't know what the matrix is, you just follow the blue bunny. Okay. Look, I got these two pills. Take the red pill. And everything goes back to normal. Take the blue pill, and you're going to be stoned out your mind! <laughs> Carl, give me the blue pill, motherfucker. <laughs> it's an acid peyote mix. Carl, don't forget, I don't know when we're going to be airing this. But March 26th, John Wick Chapter 4, his theaters. Oh, that's great. a long COVID, but now it's finally here. Thank goodness. I can still wait. I can absolutely wait. <laughs> you can still wait. Now, how dare you bring that fucking jazz in this fucking house? Right. What an insult. That's a very famous old song. It's not, it's a classical tune. I, I don't know who wrote it. Yeah, this song, I know this song. Again, you know, this song is used in like Monty Python. We yeah. interrupt, we're sorry to interrupt. We're sorry to interrupt the interruption of the interruption. <laughs> And now okay. we return without interruption. So he's basically saying, look, hey, you don't want to be a cantor. Five generations were a cantor. And he goes, look, I'm sorry. I, I This is, the, you know, you grew up in the old country. I didn't. I grew up here. You'd feel the same way. This is another day. Kind of a good point, I guess. Even though he's betraying five generations of cantors. Yeah. It's a heavy load. This guy was a Swedish actor. Um, he was American, but he's from Sweden. He would, did a bunch of uh, Broadway stuff and film, but he was always known as the um, Chinese character. He played Dr. Fu Manchu. He played Harry Chang in Shanghai Express. And wow. for 16 films, he played Charlie Chan. Unbelievable. No, he goes, okay. many happy returns of the day. He got him. What do you think he got him for, for his birthday? A phonograph? A prayer shawl. Oh, ah. Oh, sorry. Hi. I feel like this. Ah. Moisha. Hi. Moisha, you were in here. Now, the, the father doesn't take it. He's all butthurt and just what you needed. There's some guys at Gimbal who sold four prayer shawls in one day. He was like, I love it. <laughs> hi, can, can I help you? Yeah, hi. My friend, the rabbi, his birth, 60th birthday is coming. I don't know what to get him. I want to get him something unique. Unique, you say? Well, I was just <laughs> telling. I mean, I have an I'd shawl for you. <laughs> <laughs> so Al Jolson died early, and he was not really very relevant. He died in 1950. He was only... <laughs> Um, 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 
64 years old. And it's not so early, but it is early. Yeah. And in the 20s, he was one of the greatest, you know, like most famous and highest paid stars. This was, he was self-billed, self-billed. It's the world's greatest entertainer. Uh, you, you know, I think I think, I think I've seen his gravestone. Let me write this down. Al mm -hmm. Jolson Tomb. Toot toot tootie. Goodbye. Nope. Hillside <laughs> Memorial Park in Los Angeles is where gotcha. Al Jolson's gigantic mausoleum. It's not even a mausoleum. It is a. I'm looking at the picture right now because why don't you go there and film why you should watch the next LWAFLMOIT? That's right. Hey, coming up, we'll be watching the jazz singer with starring Al Jolson, who's right behind me. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Literally, I'm here. He is there. If you were a jerk, you could dig him up. Really, seriously, you could, and say, "We're doing you on the next podcast." Oh, oh yeah. You know, I could go virtual. I could say. Uh, hi, my name is Mike, and this is called Exhuming Al Jolson from Hillside <laughs> Memorial Park. Do you do? No, do but it's huge. It's like it's the weirdest thing. Like uh, I, I, I've seen it before, so that's kind of strange. Now, the guy who directed this name, his name's Alan Crossland, and his grave—he only died. He died at forty-one because there was a car accident, but his oh. grave was unmarked. 67 years later, in 2003, they donated a headstone. He had an unmarked grave, this director. Oh, my God. Yeah. Huh. Okay, so now he's in New York, and the rehearsals are going, and they're in good form. But the show's not so great. It's really Al Jolson who's saving it. Jackie Robbins, who's Look saving it. That's never as cool. Okay, so I keep bringing this up, but I guess my beef is that when we have movie, when the culture at the time when movies were out, where people would go see live shows as part of the right. entertainment, right? And there was a film, and they're showing you the live entertainment. They could do it as a voyeur, like as an audience member, like you get to see a live show as a theater, or you have a behind the scenes like drama. Like right now, right, right now. But I think this movie handles it really well. Like the mm -hmm. story kind of is more predominant than the show stuff. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Well, there's I get gonna, a little weirded out by that. Well, you're going to get weirded out because there's a lot of backstage stuff here in which, like, they're appealing to him. Well, I won't ruin I kind of want to ruin it. Oh, there's Mary. I thought we'd never see her again. Right. Oh, she left her hat here. She had to go pick it up. So now we find out Mary's the one who recommended him for the New York show. That separated him from his current entourage. Is then yeah, unless they're in Chicago and I've got no, they're definitely no, in New they're York. New York. This is the yeah. he went home. I don't know how Mary got from her Chicago review to New York, but she has, and she's gotten Al Jolson the job. <clears throat> do 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 goodbye. He goes, hey, what is say, Mary? Oh, oh, does he talk? Of my life. No. God, who holds their hat like that? What do you mean all the time back then? It's like ten and two, but two hands like. Oh. 
Look, everything was different. Look at his hair. It's all greasy. It's greased. Uh, but everybody's is. And right. he's wearing lipstick, but that's because he's in a movie, you know. Um, but still, the, the button's all the way tight to the top with the, you know, it's, it was just a different time. <clears throat> that's like we saw that 1936 movie and their vision of the future that was There's, their oh. one, their vision of the future. They were still their 1930s hairstyles and sure. style of dress, even though it was moderned up. Oh, then it's you I got to be thankful for. That's right. Yeah. We're going to do a reverse Me Too, buddy. Oh, is he going to approach him? Yeah. Hey, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm sorry you have to bang her to get the role. <laughs> well, you've got a hard spot to fill. This isn't going to be easy. That's all right. You need to see my toot toot tootsie. Oh, no, that's that's yesterday news. Toot toot tootsie, goodbye. <laughs> You think Tootsie Roll came from that? Uh, Tootsie Roll. I wouldn't know. Tootsie. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I bet you there's some history here. If only we had some sort of search engine that we could just, you know, because I don't have time to go to the library. I don't have time. Oh, the library's going to close in about two hours. So if we wrap this movie up, I can probably hit the hay and get there. Oh, I okay. could call Ask the Librarian at 1 900. Oh. What what happened? He's got stiff disease. He's got he's got boring stiff disease. What's going on? Is the rabbi oh, in He needs two women to walk around his bed at all times. He goes, look, 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 it's your no good son. He's, he's going to be right here tomorrow night, the April He's got glasses and he puts a spectacle. Oh, no, it's just one guy. He's got that weird Monocle. Monocle. If Jackie knew his father was sick, he would come. So why don't we go and fucking bug him? And that's what we're going to see now for a lot night. of the film. But he's going to cancel this. You could spoil this. He's going to cancel his opening night to be home with his dad, right? Yeah. If that's the plot. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's a long road to get there. But yes, Michael, yes. That now, are we going to eat our cake and then have our cake? Are we going to see him perform and then he's going to run home? Yes, he's that's right. There's, yeah. there's a dress rehearsal, and this will be our opportunity to see him perform. And then, yeah, for the actual. But the thing is, it's just opening night. Now, the thing is, you know how much money is invested uh, I mean, oh, sure. tens of dollars, tens of dollars they put into this. <laughs> and then they're going to have to cancel their opening night. I mean, Ugh. we stand to lose 1850. So anyway, well, you know, equivalent today's money, he really is going to sort of screw them because their opening night, you know, that's when I'm sure it was a sold out house. So he, professionally, he's fucking himself over because he's leaving right. opening night. Romantically, he's he's screwing the pooch because yeah. she got him there. They're yeah. really in love, and now he's going to walk out of her. But however, it's for family, which right. which at least she should understand. So she'll come back in the end. She will understand. 
Now, look, in uh, he was the first. Al Jolson was the first to entertain the troops in World War II. <laughs> look at you. You don't belong. Uh, he's the no, first but I thought it was funny. Like, he's staring at the legs of these, like... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. So when he's going to have an awkward scene with that lady right there. You see the lady sitting there when yeah. he... When he le- I, I don't get that. Like It says no smoking. He thought the sign said no smoking. Who's, who's smoking? Okay. The actor... Yeah. Hector, what the fuck you say? Jack Robin. Okay, now when the guy walks away, watch his interaction with the cute girl. Okay, I'm watching the cute girl right now. Eyes are on her. Ooh. Is she still checking him out? Noodleson. So anyway, you know our guy. He's not going to take some bullshit like sorry. So he just bullies his way up there and he goes, Jackie! Hey, Robin Witch. No, no, Robin, Robin. Mary doesn't like it. Mary, don't, what the right. fuck is this? This interloper. Tomorrow's the Day of Atonement. I think he's saying this thing about Okay, so as I said, he was the first to entertain the troops in World War II. So in 1950, he was also the first to entertain the GIs in Korea. He says he performed 42 shows in 16 days. 16 days, 42 shows. Do the math. How is that possible? He, he died weeks after returning from the to the U.S., partially, partly owning, owing to the physical exhaustion from that performance schedule. So he died wow. at 64. He was old. But the so army he, killed him. Kind of. I mean, if he did two shows a day, that's only 32 shows. He did an extra 10. So there was days with three shows, like weekends. Isn't that always? I mean, there's a matinee show we just saw here of a rabbi singing, a cantor singing. I guess, yeah, when you're in your 30s. But, you know, I don't know. Right. Now, it doesn't really say how he died. He was just sort of died. Well, I'm sure he got shot by soldiers trying to fight a war and have to stop and listen to <laughs> Al Jolson. He was shot 1,700 um, times. Every time he performed, he was assassinated. I killed. No, you got killed. No, you. No, they shot you. All right, that's terrible to say. I yeah, know it I is. It is. Should not make fun of that. And war. So, like I said, this this kibitzer was in Laurel and Hardy's short, Your Darn Tootin'. Now, he was in 120 films, but that's his biggest credit, a short. That's probably a famous one. Yeah. Probably. I don't really know. You know, he probably gave something to Laurel, and then the Hardy handed it, gave it to Hardy, and then Hardy gave it to Laurel, and Laurel gave it to him, you know. Now, Dad's sick. So he can't sing tonight. And it's fucking Yom Kippur, goddammit. So he's saying, you gotta sing. Right. The first Rabinowitz in five generations to fail your God. Well, you know how to... (laughs) Honestly, this (laughs) this is like unfair. Like, of course he has to go to the synagogue. Of course he got to go to the synagogue. The show must go on. Must go on. That's our religion.
Oh, wait, is he going to put on blackface on Yom Kippur? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Uh, now, you ain't heard nothing yet. Al Jolson's famous line was an ad lib. The intention was that the film should only have synchronized music and not speech. But Jolson dropped that line, which he always used in his stage act. You ain't heard nothing yet. And the director just left it in. And that's really changed. You know, this is a talkie. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You ain't heard nothing yet. It was a well-established stage patter, the internet calls it, of Jolson's. Um, he did it in a film called A Plantation Act in 1926. He had, you know, I mean, it wasn't with sound, but you could see his lips. He said, you ain't. So anyway, the line became a like a, an all-in joke after a while. In 1818, in a concert celebrating World War I, he ran on and said that. Um, admit the, the applause of a preceding performer. So he said, you ain't heard nothing. That You're like, forget that guy. It's my oh, turn. last week. The following year, he recorded the song, You Ain't Heard Nothing Yet. So it became a song. Oh, he's really sick. Well, he's acting like he's sick. He hasn't left the bed since for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> he just looks a little tired. <sighs> you know what would help if he, like, shaved his beard and, you know, got a little, maybe a little, took a shower... That's gonna help him to clean his shave his beard and take a shower. Oh, and yeah, and, and like that hat, man. He's had that hat on for like the last eight years. Oh my god, girl. Yeah, he should clean his act up. I agree. Oh, here you go. You oh, there's a good knees. start. Look at him crying. He's like He's missing the fun. He said he dreamed of his son singing, and then he says some. Uh, that would be forgiven. Now, if you were a screenwriter, Carl, what would your third act would be? He's racing back to sing for Yom Kippur, but uh, there's a car accident. Or yeah. the woman for the first act shows up, this time with a pistol. Or right, right. Way. Yeah, you would need some sort of uh, foil character who, you know, prevents them. Like, maybe Moisha was a kibitzer, but, like, it wasn't with the nice, friendly way he does it. Like... Oh, He's yeah. trying to get to his father. He goes, no! You betrayed your god! You can't redeem yourself now! I guess this play is what's holding him back. Oh, it's bad news. Bad news, I tell you. Okay, now we're going to get some funny jokes. He's going to bonk that guy's hand. Dang, some... You can't... Making a singer on this guy says he should sing. Yeah, funny, funny, funny. Yeah, you, know. you can't even talk it. I could totally sing it. Like I know the first six words of every prayer, and then I could just kind of mumble. Sometimes I'll hear the first word. I go, "Oh, I know this one." Other times, I'm like, eh, maybe I need to hear another couple words. He goes, "Some there it is. Fine chairman, you are. Let the sun be setting with no canter." 
He goes, I should yeah, they... stop the sun from setting. <laughs> yeah. Ow. Yeah, there you go. And that's it. That's the last funny thing in this movie. Now it's the, the funny. Well, he will we get, get to hear it's it's pretty funny. Look at that! Oh, what a racket! <laughs> Let's play tennis and dance with our. The show is weak. Look at that jazz singer. Oh, this this is a great show. Our headliner, Flaky McFlake Flake, will be coming up. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> Why do they call him all Flaky McFlake Flake? Now, he's going to do the performance, but he's kind of sad about it, you know? He knows what he's doing by refusing. And now, so he's kind of sad about it because his dad is sick, his dad's a rabbi, his dad is a ra uh, rabbi on Yom Kippur, and they don't have anyone in five generations to sing Kol Nidre. And right. it's on the street. Okay. And it's really close by, yeah. Now, yeah. he's going to do the most horrible thing ever and ruin his nice thing of being the first talkie, and he's going to get in blackface and just ruin it. Right. I know. This was well, such a nice... Even, we were watching a nice Jewish film with Jewish jokes right. and Jewish music, and now he puts blackface on. Now, you know that there was serious anti-Semitism back in the day, and it's great that this film is, it's like there is no anti-Semitism, you know? And, oh, you know. the ears. God, it's so weird watching him do this, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like the technique, got the back of the neck. Right, he, yeah, he did his ears like that, like making sure he touches every part. You miss uh, a little forehead there, buddy. Oh, so it's queasy. It's a little queasy. It's very ugly how the lips aren't done. Right. Now, do you think Mickey Mouse is a minstrel variation? Look at that. Uh, yeah. It's even worse. So give me a glitch in the matrix. We're gonna watch this scene. Uh they sees his mom. She's afraid. I'm worried you're afraid. Now Mary wants him to do the show, but at the same time, she knows it's his choice, you know. He belongs to she must go on. Yeah. Now, the guy, okay, the author, right? There was an author who made a book. Uh, that's <clears throat> what this all comes from. In 1917, this guy, Ralphinson, native of New York City's Lower East Side, he, he was in Champlain, Illinois, and he saw Al Jolson perform uh, for a musical called Robinson Crusoe. He just... He loved it. I'll never forget the first five minutes of Jolson. His veracity, his amazing fluidity, which he shifted from, well, blah, blah, blah. He was really talented. So a few <laughs> years later, he wrote a story called The Day of Atonement. It's a short story, 
And it was about Al Jolson, a Jew named Jackie Rabinowitz based on Jolson's real life. It was published in Yeah. Now, so I guess he really got to knew, know Al Jolson. <clears throat> 1922, it's published in Everybody's, that's the name of it, magazine. And later he turned it into a stage play with this guy named George Jessel, who was playing Al Jolson's part. Uh, that was um, September 1925, and it became a hit, 303 performances. Called The Jazz Singer. Right. So then when they wanted to make it into a movie, it was George Jessel who got the lead role. So it was a play based on... The short story. Short story that's based on Al Jolson's life. Right, and George Jessel was going to play the lead. It doesn't make sense. What happened? What kind of backstabbing um, Hollywood? Warner Brothers, <laughs> Warner Brothers acquired the rights June of 26 with George Jessel signed to a contract. It was going to start May, May, May of 1927, but there was a pay dispute, and George Jessel didn't do the film. So Jolson got the gig. While he was touring in June of 1927, the, they went to New York and did all that B-roll of the crowds we saw. In right. late June, they started filming. They started with the silent stuff first. And in late August, they did the more complex Vitaphone stuff. And then in September, the shooting was done. So I don't know. There's more to this story about why this George Jessel was in the middle. Now this, I mean, this movie has been written about and written about and written about. I mean, it's definitely... Like, I mean, there's a lot of movies I've read about and I always wanted to see, but this one I've yeah. read about a lot and I've never seen it at all. So, so Edith Lindy's. She doesn't identify herself as mom. So, when the guy goes to Al Jolson, he's like, Some old lady's here, <laughs> you know? Right. Now, you Looks know, like a, the man who was oh, here in the neighborhood, Yenta. So Mary's like, I'll tell him to go away. And he goes, no, 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 I'll bring him in. And Mary's like, oh, damn. Oh, how embarrassing. Oh, that might be my mom. Bring her in before the black face makeup drips off my face. No, they, they do, you know, like he, she pretends she doesn't recognize her own son. Like she doesn't understand what black face oh, is or something. Does he talk? In, he doesn't talk in this, but this this scene's been parodied all the time. He doesn't talk here. He will. They will do a sound one when he sings on stage in a minute. And he'll say "Mommy" then. Yeah, yeah. but it won't be the famous song. She can't recognize her own son, Carl, because he's in blackface. Yeah, was that funny? His joke. Like it's not Jackie; it's his shadow. Yeah. Papa is calling for you, you know? It's like, Mary's like, it's like, come on, Jack. You know, the, the, the dress rehearsal is just as important as the opening show itself. So, <clears throat> he's supposed to be getting ready, but he just keeps hesitating. It gets to the point in which they're like, Fucking now, you know. 
in two hours, it's going to be the day of atonement. It's going to be, you know, Seder. Sa Sabbath? No. How do you say it? Well, it's on Yom Kippur or... Yeah, see, it's Yom Kippur. It's not just Sabbath. It's the sundown on Yom Kippur. It's the it's time to start fasting. Right. Yeah, because you can't fast during the day of Yom Kippur. You got to sit there and pray and atone. Right. You need to. Unless you have a show, and then it's okay to get into blackface and sing. <laughs> Listen, if your mom comes to you backstage and say, "Don't do this, Carl," uh, do it yeah, and sing a song. I'm going to the open mic, mom. This is my life. Oh, no, the open don't mic. Don't go to the open mic. Don't worry, mom. When I get on stage, I'll talk about you for three minutes. <laughs> Mommy is what I always say. So now the the management are like fucking now, Jolson. Now, yeah. now, jazz singer, now. now. Come on, now, 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 fucking now. <laughs> That's like my boss during the high holidays. I, I gotta call it sick. It's the high holidays. <laughs> Get in here now, Spiegelman. Are you high, boss? It's the high holidays. High holidays. <laughs> it's now they have like a celebration season. about what? Polo? Croquet? <laughs> oh, here we go. Oops. Yeah. It's a mommy song. But it's not our famous one. That'll come a little later. We should listen to all his songs? Uh, I don't know. It's up to you. It's in the public domain, but he's not going to talk. He's going to sing. You know, like it never rains, but it pours. It never rains, but it pours. If you're Christian, if you're Christian, if you're right. Jewish, never Yomka rains, but it pours once a year, you must atone. I saw that on the kosher salt uh, box. When it yum rains and yum kapoors, Yehuda Matzah with their pun with the uh, joke of the day. Well, because there's ionized salt and there's kosher salt, and the kosher mm -hmm. and there's that uh, when it rains it pours was the motto of a salt company, wasn't it? Oh, that's right, Morton. Very funny. That's I right. tried. I tried with the material you provided. It's the material you provided me. This is what made the funny. Now, in 1936, it's nine years later, he's going to do Lux Radio Theater, a 60-minute radio adaptation of this movie, and Al Jolson will reprise his role. I don't know. It seems like... 1960. No, 1936. 36. So it's nine years later. Mother, so he's singing, and we can't hear her, but she has a card. What? Who has a card? The mother talked, but we, we got a little interstitial for her. But right, so a card, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. 
<laughs> These songs, like, honestly, yeah, you'd like to listen to songs more than once in your life, right? Like, yeah. you want to hear it on repeat maybe a couple times? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, Oh, here we go. Ugh. Like it's all very nice, but the blackface ruins it all because it's ruins it all. Yeah, because it's ugly. Changes and it. the world was a scummy place. That this was, I don't know. But there's all these excuses for it on the internet, like what the blackface people were trying to do was you know uh, like, yeah, put on the, you know you guys think black people are really good at entertaining so that's why we're doing it it wasn't just to, like fuck with them i don't know i guess like the only way i could see this is that the he debases himself so poorly for the sake of show business that he literally puts himself in this blackface which is the worst thing he could possibly do and uh you know, then realizes, like, you know, I don't know. It's all very crass. It's a shame because, like, again, like, for the first half hour of this movie, it was this pretty strong Jewish film. Very much so. Very yeah. much so. And everything just kind of goes to a crashing hole right now. So now he realizes <clears throat> he's, he's got to go home. home. Yeah. And the thing is, he says, no, but your mother reconciled with herself and realized this is your new life and she's you know allowing you you know she went home but but the message came from mary so not the mom no not the well the mom really did say that right in yeah front of mary. yeah uh oh emote 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 wipe to the next scene to the mom. Look at she's rocking out. Emoting, emoting. Goodbye. Now, Don't guess you will come through the door. Uh, is it the Grim Reaper? Oh, it's it's the Grim Reaper. <laughs> now, this film premiered on Yom Kippur. But the thing That's is, you're ridiculous. not supposed to go out on Kippur. Wait a minute. No, that was not intentional, though, was it? This, yes. This film's premiere date and time in New York City at 8.45 p.m. on October 6th was chosen to coincide with the Yom Kippur holiday, uh, which around much of the film's plot is centered. The world premiere you know, was at the Tower Theater in Los Angeles. And at the end, the audience got up on their feet and they said, I'm so hungry. It's been two hours since I had anything to eat. Now, during the original release, many cinemas showed the film showed the film fully silent because they didn't have the equipment. Right. Yeah. That's like me with like HD TV. You know, like the, it'll be cropped wrong because I don't have the TV for it. <laughs> it um. They released it in the UK in 1928. Um, Saturday, February 4th, 1928. Ah, it doesn't matter. Um, anyway, weird. the thing is, you're not supposed to be out on Yom Kippur. So I don't get why they did that. Like, they did it for the Christians? 
I guess. I guess so because it's 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 calling attention to the holiday and the movie plot. But yeah, no, you don't go out to the movies. <laughs> no, no, that's for Christmas. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so now we're having the father and son reuniting. Which they is... should release this on Christmas Day. This is like the perfect perfect Christmas Day movie. Yeah, that's for all the uh, Jewish people go to the movies or go right. skiing. It'll be fine, Papa. Yeah, he should be singing right now. He, so he says he'll soon be all right, but we don't know if that's the truth. He could very well die. Now, we don't see the film ends before he dies, but come on, he's sick in bed. Is he listening to the... Uh, he can't listen to the radio because you can't have the radio on during the high holidays either. Like, at least if it was Jackie Robinson or it was a baseball player and the guy was in mm -hmm. bed... You could hear the game and like hear the right. home run being made. Not on Yom Kippur. Now, sound nearly doubled the budget of a film. That's one of the reasons why Hollywood didn't just switch. Also, the theaters themselves had like a conversion cost that was hard, you know. Like MGM owned like over a hundred, a uh, thousand out, uh, outlets, and they did a slow like wait and see rollout. Um, so, in the midst of the talkie craze, studio bosses faced with limited amount of sound equipment and qualified right. sound technicians, leaving them headaches over productions, talkies versus silent. And silence were internationally marketable, very cheap, because it's just a different language. You just write it. Um, Low-budget producers of Westerns were impacted with silence coming, you know, it, up until 1930, the these Westerns were silent. Many studios continue to produce both silent and sound version of their films, including the, the classic All's Quiet on the Western Front, 1930. Oh, I didn't realize it was that was silent and in and audio. Oh, yeah. Okay, now Mary's, you know, it's still not over. They're still like, come on back, son. There has to be this. I mean, we had it the one way. Should I go? Should I go? Should I go? Right. Okay, I'm gonna go. And now we're gonna get in, should I stay? Should one. I stay? Oh, I, I see, yeah. Funny she is, man. You'll queer yourself on Broadway. You'll never get another job. Uh, half of Broadway is queer, boss. And they're working. <laughs> All right. I got to light the menorah. Wait a minute. This is not the menorah. No. I mean, she is a menorah T. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bravo. All right, speak it to the out. Give a chance my life. It's a brick of my mother's heart. I talk yeah, to the side of my mouth. I croon like this, Carl. <laughs> Pitching my voice over to you. Now, it makes sense they're back here because opening night is like minutes away. 45. Well, first off, they should not have opening night on Yom Kippur either. Like, we're complaining about the movie actually opening on Yom Kippur. This whole point of this show is takes place on Yom Kippur. No, but I mean, it was Christian. It was a Christian world, right? I mean, sure, there was other. I mean, pretty much Judaism was there, especially if it's a Christian. Yeah, but if, there's a, if the story is about Jews and it's a Christian right. world, then why not premiere it on the 
the holiday that the movie's about, the, you know, does it affect you? Well, that's what I was saying before. Like, why did yeah. they do that? Because of the Christians, you know? I guess. Right, because the Christian audience who's going to see this. But it, I think it, they have it, They might have had a misunderstanding about what Yom Kippur was all about. Well, you know, it was if it was Yom Kippur weekend, when once the sun sets and you could eat, you could go to the theater and be like, one ticket and six bags of popcorn, please. Yeah. <laughs> This was the top grossing film of 1927. It was produced by Warner Brothers Pictures. It was produced by Daryl Zanuck. It was distributed by Warner Brothers. It was released on October 6, 1927. It's 89 minutes running time. It's 96 with the exit and overture music. It has six songs performed by Al Jolson. And Zanuck, the producer, won an Oscar. It was an honorary Oscar for producing the film. It was the first Academy Awards. We're getting that a lot because we're doing 1927. That's right. Well, the first Academy Awards, 1927, Wings was the first winner. Yeah. Yes. They really liked Thomas Hayden Church's right. deadpan delivery. It was really the wrong format for a Oscar, but they did it. Oh, April Follies with Mary Dale and Jack Robin. It's Jack opening Robin. tonight. Let's go. <clears throat> Wait a minute. Is, is Young Kippur in April? I guess so. Yes, yes, definitely. Michael. <laughs> Did you know this play closed in a month? I'll edit month? that out. No, I won't. What wait, wait. April Follies. It only lasted twenty uh, four weeks. April Fool's. Ladies and gentlemen, there will be no performance this evening. So screw off. We want our money back. Fuck your money. Right here with your money. You get lost. But you can you sit here and play on your phone. It's because you're on your cell phones all night. Cheer them off. You saw Jack and Jill, right? With uh, Of course. Right. So remember how mad Al Pacino gets when somebody's cell phone rings? He's doing his play. And then later he gets mad again, but it was his phone. And oh, then right. he takes the call. Oh, he was all over the place. Classic. He feels better now? Well, I don't know. Well, that's good. Come on, let's have an interstitial, please. What's going on here? Now, I saw this film. This is the fourth time, but... Oh, I didn't realize they're saying. Now, here is a very impassioned Colinar, or whatever it's called, by Jackie. There he is. But it's a silent. It's not a sink. Look how happy Dad is. Now, the Bible on the left got ripped. That's the Torah. Oh, he hears it. Yes, yeah, they opened the window for him. We have our son again. See, it paid off that I was a jerk. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Sleepy. Sleepy, Dad. So sleepy. Oh. Now, look. His eyes are open. Look. See how they're acting like he's dead? His eyes were open at the end, and the internet didn't say that wasn't on purpose. He's breathing. He's breathing right now. You can see him breathe. Yeah, so I don't understand. I don't think he's dead. I think we end this film with... I don't know the answer. 
It's going to end on a prayer? Wait, you see the Bible there on the left, Mike? You see the yes, I see the It got ripped. It, that's the Torah. It got Torah? Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> Who tore it? Tell me. Who tore it? That's the Ripa. They're reading from the Ripa. I mean, I mean the Torah. Now look, she says a jazz singer singing to his God. She's on board. You know what I mean? She's, and so is he. You know, I mean, maybe they finally realized how that they were going to have opening night and have a rabbinical son mm -hmm. perform on the on the eve of Yom Kippur. No, those are the same hats that they wear today, contemporarily at White Castle. Uh, you know, that's what they told me at White Castle too. That's interesting trivia. It's out in their cups, their coffee mug. There we go. Finally. Right. Now, time has passed, and he didn't get fired. He just missed the opening night. Oh, no. Here he goes. Oh, boy. Yeah. Now we get Mammy. And there's Mammy. Oh, yeah. Oh, here he goes. Mammy. Sunshine's west, but I know where. Sunshine's past. I can't. I can't. Killing me. It's so bittersweet how this nice film gets wrecked. He's wearing gloves. Are those his white hands? Yeah, I mean, honestly, and I hate to interrupt this, I guess, but there's a lot more to this than I need to know. I mean, like, this movie's been around for decades, for almost 100 years. There's got to be plenty of writings on this that I can just kind of get a little more background about it. And, mm -hmm. you know, just, but, you know, part of it, reading about it is seeing it, and that's what we're doing right now. It's not really great. I'm not... Mary loves it. The other guys are bored in the audience. You see yeah, that? They're right. feet tapping. Right. I was looking at that guy. How many times can you listen to this song in a row? Well, what do you mean? This is our first. Well, let's say you have the 45, right? You put it on and like seven minutes of him going, Mammy. And then you like put on the B side and it's like the instrumental or, you know, it's yeah, like something. Right. Do you put the A side back on? Nah, probably play if the B you side. You got a 45 and you just got it. Yes. You probably listened to it all night and your, your dad is like, turn that off, you punk. Turn that 78 off. I can't. I don't know how it works. All right. The WBN. We be. We bend. Now we got to listen to this. Now, yeah, you know that, music. right, but I Excuse think me, it sounds me. like, pardon um, me. what? I'm getting up and leaving the theater. Excuse me, part of me. <laughs> okay. Um, do you know the, um, that sweet Caroline that's in this exit music? Okay. Wasn't that in the jazz singer in seventies? Wasn't that song sweet Caroline? Maybe. 
Sweet Caroline. But that's a different yeah, song, right? Uh, yeah, but there's there's themes of it in this music. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Probably. I think he ripped off the jazz singer. <laughs> well, the title says he ripped off the jazz singer. Now, in 79, did he wear blackface, Neil Diamond, when he remade this? No, actually, by that time, the tides had changed and blackface was not popular anymore. No. I saw that in the theater. Carl, what did you think of the jazz singer, 1927? I don't know, Mike. I, I, okay, I was blown away that it was sound because I got used to watching the silent movies and we were watching a silent movie. And then he's saying, you ain't seen nothing yet. That was great. Also, I love the way he emoted and, you know, I, I liked how he liked Mary. But at the same time, like, there was too much, you've got to go to the synagogue. I can't. There was too much back and forth. Like, what am I going to do? Just make up your mind, dude. It was like 15 minutes of, is he going to do it or not? It was poorly written. And then he gets into blackface and puts, you know, I know that was a very common thing or whatever, but the history, uh, it's just like, he, now I can't like it, you know? Right. Yeah. So I think it had the potential to be a good film. And I think this guy was a great performer, but in the end, the film falls short in its writing and in its execution for, and in historic light, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. You know, and it's, to watch him actually put the makeup on, it's it's hard. It's it's always hard to watch. So it's yeah. uh, you know, and, and there's some. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's. I'm glad we saw it. It's yeah, really I'm glad we saw it. I would put it as an, out for entertainment, but it's out there in the public domain, and we just saw it on YouTube. It's a piece of history, so yeah, it's better we know it. Yeah, and read up about it, learn learn more. So that's what I, I think I'll do after this. So that's good. Some movies, you know, I read about it and then I see. Some movies I see and then I read about, you know. So that's <laughs> that. Now, Carl, we have a list of movies that we'll be watching in the next couple of weeks. Yes. Do you, re do you have on the list of next week's movie? Well, I think we shouldn't try to announce it because we don't know. It could be that stowaway to the moon guy. It could be yeah, all right. Laser yeah. Blast. It could be what's his name? Muggsy's Women. Muggsy's Girls. Yeah, go Muggsy's, Muggsy's Girls. girls. It could be Rosebud Beach Hotel. Okay, so we got we got a lot of things brewing here in 23, and we want to thank you for watching a movie with us, The Jazz Singer from 1927. And you can, if you watch, watched it, you've seen it us on YouTube. If you watch a lot of YouTube, subscribe to our channel and it'll be there in the mix. You don't have to watch the whole two hours. You don't even have to watch it. Just subscribe. No, my no. people. Listen, no, I'm pandering. Like to this show. Subs. No, we want you to like the show and that's why you subscribe. Okay. Listen, don't listen to Carl. Send money to P.O. Box. All right, well, anyway, that's been our show. Next week, we'll have another full-length movie here. Make sure you listen to us first on MutinyRadio.fm on Sunday 2 p.m., where you have to find the YouTube and watch the movie, sync it up, or listen to the podcast at your leisure and also sync it up, or just watch the YouTube channel where Carl has already synced up the movie, and we'll be back next week. Thank you, Carl. Let's watch Thank a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Mike Spiegelman. Nah.
six o'clock, everybody. It's Monday night. It's time for the joke workshop here on Monday, every six to eight p.m. or whenever. Uh, hi, I'm your host Pam Benjamin, and we are going to have a bunch of great comics tonight. Um, if you have burning comments, then we can give comments. If you don't, let's you know we'll just move it along. And your first comedian of the night uh, wanted to run their new opening, so put your hands together for Pam Benjamin! Yay! I I'm so excited to be here tonight with you guys. This is really great. Hi, welcome. Hi, come on in. Uh, my name is Pam. We're going to strap in. We're going to learn a lot of things tonight. Yeah, we're going to learn about feminism. We're going to learn about drugs. Yeah, we're going to learn about abortions, friends. It's going to be a magical, magical journey. So I invite you all to look under your seats and take the mushroom cap underneath there and made you look. Yeah, you love drugs, I can tell. Woo! What's your favorite drug? Comedy? Comedy's not a drug. Boo! Oh my God, the endorphins. I guess when you're as old as you are, you need endorphins from anywhere. So it's like, just keep me alive. Laughing. If I'm laughing, I'm breathing and I'm still alive. That's a good drug. Oxygen, oxygen. That might be the best drug for you at this point. Any other favorite drugs out there? Alcohol is a drug. I learned that after my DUI and going to a bunch of classes. Indeed, alcohol is a drug, a legal drug. But uh, I'm a responsible drinker. Uh, that's why I decided to never have children. Yay. I love drugs. I never want to have kids. Hooray. My favorite drug's actually called midazolam. None of you love drugs enough. Midazolam is a benzodiazepine. It's a short-lived, fast-acting benzodiazepine. It's like a super Valium. It's like lorazepam or diazepam. Doctors actually call them the two-pam family. Give them two-pam. I love benzos. Woo! I do. I love benzos so much. I love them so much. Usually, they give you midazolam when you get an abortion. That's when you usually get that five-minute, happy, great feeling. Oh, and I only have one regret about my second abortion. So they've given me the midazolam. My feet are up in the stirrups. The doctor's looking very kind-faced between my legs, and he says, Pam, um, this is a five-minute procedure, and some people talk, and some people don't talk. And I said, has anyone ever told jokes? <laughs> For realsies, I told jokes during my second abortion. They did! Oh my God, it was a killer five. It was, woo, it was a bringer show. I left it there. Uh, but the only regret I have about my second abortion is they wouldn't let me take my phone in, so I couldn't tape the set. So was it life-changing? Were those the best jokes I've ever told? What jokes did I tell? I can't remember. Do I care? Not really. That's the only regret I have about my second abortion. Okay, cool. That's my new, like, silly little opening thing. Uh, one more thing about you. I can tell, I can guess how all of you smoke pot. You have a bong in your trunk. I can tell. Is this true? You have a water pipe in your back pocket. Break it out. You smell like bong water. That's good. I feel like, uh, Ezra, in the back, you, you roll the most perfect expert spliffs. Like, I feel like there's a pencil, there's like a tool that you use to make them tight. Like, tight, keep it tight. What I've been trying to do, keep it tight. Okay. 
Cool. Uh, I, or your next comedian, I know how she smokes pot. She's got a tiny pipe, and she takes little tiny bits of weed, little itty bitty bits. She puts them in, and then she smokes. Itty bitty tiny. She's super cute and super wonderful, and she smokes a lot of pot. Put your hands together for your first comedian, everybody, Lauren Kraut. Yay! Thank you. I get. I got uh, some new jokes and some new jokes. And uh, do you think cavemen needed eight hours of sleep? And if they did, how did they figure that out? What was eight hours? These are the things that are keeping me up in the middle of the night. I wrote, I wrote this down at 2.13 a.m. That's fucking, fucking crazy. Don't ever say to a comedian after, you've, uh, after they've done a set, uh, after they've done a set, did you have fun? <laughs> don't, don't say that. Don't say, or how do you think it went? Unless you're already knee-deep in the discussion of how they th thought it went, and you're, you're already asking all these other questions. But if you just see them after a show, or after they've gone up and you say, did you have fun? That's a dead giveaway that you either did not see the, sh the set or you thought it was terrible. And either one is a terrible thing, so don't do it. That's just a um, PSA. Um, have you ever noticed that the expression, has it ever happened before, comes in handy more often than not? Has it ever happened before? It's kind of like a diagnostic tool that doctors use when you tell them, uh, my eye is all red. Has it ever happened before? No. All right, that's not it. I just, that's, just came out of me in the middle of the night on Saturday. Um, somebody said to me, it's not meant to be understood. It's one of those types of experiences. That's all. I don't know. Uh, what else do we have? How we talk is pretty amazing when you think about it. You get an idea, an impulse, a desire to express yourself, to say something to somebody. The words come out of your mouth. It's magic. It's like a thought goes to, to out of your mouth and then it's words. And then the great thing is that you understand what I'm saying. But the fun part is when you don't understand what I'm saying, when miscommunication has happened. You misunderstand what I'm saying, and I'm talking gibberish. And that made me think of what was it, the first caveman who talked? How weird was that? And it was, wasn't even real communication because it wasn't, it wasn't a common language yet. It was more pointing and ugh, and like, that. okay. That's another one that came out at, at 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, how about some real jokes? How about... <laughs> How about a song? Um, oh, I hate to have an existential crisis. Thank you. When I'm on stage in front of all of you, questioning life's meaning and its purpose, not finding any and letting you all down. Okay. Oh, I hate to have an existential crisis when none of my jokes and I premises work. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Oh, hey.
Lauren Kraut, everyone, has been thinking a lot about cavemen. Hooray. All right, your next comedian coming up. Put your hands together, everybody, for Spencer Devine. were tickets to this open mic one billion dollars ah we're so lucky ah, i'm so excited i'm having a baby ah, no 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 don't take me out i want to see where this goes thematically ah, ah, calm down okay we only have so much time guess what chicken butt all right vibe check complete we can get into the comedy uh, I have a good, so this is a, uh, an impression I wrote today, okay? So, uh, this is my impression of a penguin, okay? And he's doing the song, I Know What Boys Like, from The Waitress. And some people might be like, Spencer... That's an impression of a duck doing uh, the song, by the way. Oh, but... Completely different. Get out of here. The government's trying to kill us all, okay? Don't leave the tags on your mattresses. That's how they track you. Throw that out the window. If you see a ladder, walk right under that ladder. It's their fault for putting it there. You know... If I lived with a black cat, though, I'd fucking cross that motherfucker's path. Close your eyes, 
California number one. California. spring chicken, but I'm not an old lady. I know the names of all the members of Odd Future, but I didn't have the internet in college. I can party like a 20-year-old, but it takes me almost a week to recover. Sometimes I'm a tired mother taking her kids to the park, and other times I'm a petulant teenager giving the finger to a speeding FedEx truck. I idle right in the middle. Exactly. According to my current edition of the Oxford English Dictionary, middle age is the period of life between young adulthood and old age, now usually regarded as between about 45 and 60. Nice try, Oxford. middle age begins once you start looking forward to eating dinner before 6.30 or when you call the cops on your next door neighbors when they have a party.
download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Hey fellas, what y'all got there? Oh man, y'all messing with the king. What king, man? It's a drug, some boy. Hot power drug. Oh, so that's what you call it. Yeah, baby, yeah. I don't care what you call it. It's still the king. Man, king who? King hell, and brother. King hell. Well, I 
something look i admit i wasn't perfect no one is perfect that's a fact speaking of facts don't you think we all need to take a minute and decide who is right and who is wrong every side is different it's just that my side seems more right i'm not just saying that because it's my side i think a lot of other people would agree with me if given the chance if I upset you in some way, please know that wasn't my intention. I didn't know how sensitive you were. It's obvious I can set you off very easily. That's not an insult. It's just an observation. <laughs> 